cancer's ass. I'm kicking cancer's ass. Everyone who's got it is kicking cancer's ass. I'm kicking cancer's ass. I'm kicking cancer's ass. We're whipping it. We're licking it. We're kicking cancer's ass. Catchy, huh? No doubt if you're at a pop radio station, you'll be playing that song. You'll be hearing that song soon from Judy Tenuta. Judy, it's so good to talk to you on WGN Chicago's own. How are you? I'm good, Steve. And as you know, Chicago is my hometown. I know. <laughs> I love Chicago. Actually, I am from Oak Park, Illinois, which is also the home of Ernest Hemingway and Frank Lloyd Wright. So I like to sit in uncomfortable chairs and shoot moose. <laughs> and and clearly you're you're right in their academic level. There's no question. And they no doubt would have loved the accordion. But I want to back up a little bit. I mean, we heard that and I hope you did too on the phone, that little bump from of a video that you produced where you play the accordion yes. and you box cancer. Uh how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I feel really good. I, um, you know, I have great doctors at UCLA and a lot of people praying for me, and I keep a very positive attitude, and I, I always listen to my doctors. You know, my doctors tell me, Judy, there's so many people, they, go, they say, you're a great patient, but people don't be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to you know, take the uh, pill that keeps me alive. Okay, well, yeah, you could have a drawback there. So, no, I, I'm, I'm, you know, so I'm feeling great. I always try to try to stay positive. The thing about uh, cancer, because you know, I went through chemo and everything, and I know other people can who have gone through it. Um, and that's one of the reasons that I did the video. I want, I wanted to do it as. Not only to for myself, but I knew that I could help other people and bring lift their spirits. Perhaps, uh, you know, mm-hmm. anybody who has who who is going through this journey, or or if you know anyone like your relatives or friends that are going through it. So, um, but the other thing is when people see me and they don't know what's going on because I've lost like you know. Uh, 15 pounds they're like oh judy are you eating and i go well that's what chemo does to you so (laughs) yeah they go oh you're so thin how did you i go it's called the chemo diet (laughs) yeah well you know let let me let me back up a a couple of steps here Uh, if i can ask what kind of cancer is it and how what helped you to decide okay i'm going to go public with this well i you know, a couple of things. First of all, you know, it, it's good to talk about things. And I knew I would be absent from working, uh, you know, because I'm dealing with going to chemotherapy and, you know, all my doctor's appointments. And, and uh, you know, it's no question that it takes a lot out of you. So I was, I said, you know, I, I, I want people to know, and I, and I know I will help some people by talking about it and I surely have and then I've received a lot of love in return uh people that I never expect to hear from you know I heard from people I haven't heard from in 20 years and then it's interesting Steve then the people that you think uh that you know you could I don't know some people that you think are your good friends uh Mm -hmm. they go I, I don't know what happens I think they think oh if I talk to her maybe I can get it no idiot. That's 
<laughs> so I want to just say to anyone out there, if you know anyone who's going through any kind of sickness or illness, or call them up and say, hey, you know, I'm in your corner. I'm thinking of you. You're going you're gonna to beat it. You're going to get through this, you know, because that really helps. Well, Chicago's in your corner. I'm sure you know that. In fact, oh. let me rephrase that. America, I'm sure, is in your corner. What is the worst thing oh. about the diagnosis? Was it the word cancer? Is it going through the chemo? You tell me. Um, you know, I'll tell you. When, when the doctor first to- told me, I was in shock and, of course, disbelief. And I said no. And he said, Judy, I, I understand that you would be, most people are like this, but look at the x-ray. And then he said, I go, that can't be my x-ray, you know, because I could see where what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And then I, I had a little cry because, you know, it's it's shocking because I'm a healthy person. But I was feeling uh, pain. And that's why I went to my my uh, general practitioner and uh, she said, yes, you have a kidney stone, but uh, they found something else. So I want you to see the oncologist. Now, I hear that word. And I know what it means, uh, but I thought, so what? You know, that, that, that could be anything, you know, could be. Anyway, but then I found out. And right away, we sprung into action because they, of course, had a game plan for me. Uh, you know, I immediately said, you know, I'm going to beat this bitch. And also, uh, I, I, you know, I believed in the doctor. I said, doctor, I know you... I have two great doctors, my my hematologist and also my hematologist, oncologist, and my surgeon. And they're both fantastic. And, you know, and all the nurses, oh, my God, you know, those the nurses really deserve so much, so much praise because they really, they really, really keep you comfortable and make you feel good, you know. So yeah, I want to give a shout out to all the nurses out there. My God. Yeah, I, well yeah every, I'll, I'll tell you, every year they do this survey of the most honored professions, Judy, and uh, mm-hmm. nurses, for good reason, are at the top of that list every year. And right now, medical professionals, I, I was talking last week on the show to a doctor with a long list of titles who's very, very smart at the University of Chicago. And he was telling me oh, how, yeah. how right now, so many doctors and nurses and other medical professionals are leaving the profession because they're actually being maligned because of COVID-19 as, as if it's their fault and or they're just burnt out. Oh, absolutely. Not to mention the peril that they encounter every day and, and they have families and they're right in there in the front lines with this horrible disease and they and and there's a very good chance and most of them get it and so you got it oh my god that's why please you know people please 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 and most i know many people have a please get vaccinated you know this is not a political issue it's a human issue well it should yeah well it should not be a political issue unfortunately somehow some way it's transformed to that let me ask you again uh, what what I wanted to know the answer to, and that is the worst part about all this. Is it how you feel after the chemo? Is it the chemo itself? Was it the diagnosis in the first place? Was it talking to annoying radio personalities like me? What is the no, what is the worst I part? Of, I love it. What is oh, the no, worst no. part about it? The the hardest part 
what is when you, you know, even though you try to be really positive, uh, right after my first chemo, I, the doctor warned me you may you may get nauseous because you know they give you they don't know I'm a little person and uh, I think you know they're trying to figure out how much chemo or the strength of chemo and I got sick uh, but the doctor is brilliant and he adjusted it and the next time I felt much better but uh, that because you know you're you're throwing up you can't eat you you can't even drink water so you have to go in and get I don't want people to get upset, though. But listen, the most important thing is, you know, you really, uh, if I could say this to everyone out there, you know, sometimes you're feeling a little down. You're feeling, I don't I don't care if you have this disease or not, whatever it is. You know what's really important? Drinking what? water. Please keep your water around. Drink at least six, but more like eight glasses of water. Or you could have ice. You could have tea. Uh, but it's got to be water-based or juice. You could have that, too. But water is the best. Please do it. You know, a lot of times people have headaches. My friend would call me. She'd say, I have a headache. I always get a headache. I wake up. You need to drink water. Just do it. We, our bodies need water, and we forget about that because, you know, we're so busy with all this other stuff, coffee and, you know, our diet drinks or whatever that I'm not going to, but you know, I don't drink any of that anymore. All right. Well, I'm, water, I'm, water, I'm, water. I'm, all right. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll all go to the water fountain or our sink. We'll have a sip of water. And after that, we'll come back with Judy Tenuta. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about a movie that's come back. It's like what yes. out of nowhere. Yeah. We'll talk about that. The Hollywood museum squares that you're a part yes. of. And much more yep. with our own. You don't mind if I say that, do you? Our own? Yes, I am your own. That's right. I'm from Oak Park, our Chicago, own, Illinois. Our own Chicago, Illinois, almost. Judy Tenuta on WGN. Steve Dale's Other World on WGN. You think you're cold? No, no, no. Not according to the author of this book, Journey Through Fire and Ice, Shattered Dreams Above the Arctic Circle, which is where she lived for quite some time. With Native Americans, Deanne Birch will be here to tell her story. So right now, I'm looking outside our window here. It's snow flurrying just a little bit. It's cold outside. Nothing! This is summer, according to Deanne Birch. And we'll talk with her. We're talking with Judy Tenuta right now. Hi, Judy! Judy? Where did she go? Well, the beautiful. I love the beautiful lakefront. There's nothing like it. People come from all over the world to see and marvel at the Chicago architecture. It is just wonderful. Well, I want to talk about that. So you've been all over the world uh, and have been... No, I haven't. I have have not been to Asia. Okay. But I've been to Europe, and nor have I been to Australia. But, you know, I've I've done a lot of traveling. So you've been nowhere is now what you're saying. No, I've been all over Europe. Okay. Uh, also, of course, our neighbors, Canada and Mexico, and of course, well, it's part of the United States, but I consider it paradise, and that is Hawaii. Yes. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I've seen a lot, and 
And uh, I'm really glad I traveled when I was younger. You know, it, it's so funny. I have people, well, I, uh, yeah, I think I want to go to Sweden now. And, you know, they're 90. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just glad I did a lot of that when I was young. Absolutely right. So by traveling, they say that you can get the best education you can by traveling. Do you agree with that? And I think Absolutely. that, and, and, and before, before you answer, I want you to answer, based on those travels, I think is why you said Chicago's architecture is as amazing as it is. Yes, uh, I have been to, uh, you know, all over the world, Rome, Paris, uh, Europe. I must say, uh, though, that the uh, churches over there in Europe are, are just amazing. We, we can't really compete with those, like Notre Dame and uh, all, the, all the churches in Florence and Rome and also, you know, the Colosseum and that. That's our ancient culture as well as in Greece. But, you know, it's, this is, this is uh, our heritage. So it's, I, I don't know, I thought it was a, bit, a huge education for myself and a great appreciation for what came before us. And also an even greater education when you come back here and you, everything is at, at the tip of our fingertips. We're, you know, we're so spoiled over here, <laughs> you know, anything we want. But I have to say, I do think uh, we have to pay attention, better attention as Americans to nutrition and, well, so many things, you know. Our well, environment. Yeah, and and, dr- and, and drinking water. So, Judy, you should know that I have not one or two, but many, 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 many texts here saying things like, uh, so good to hear Judy Tenuta back on WGN Radio, longtime fan. Judy, we want to wish you well. We love Judy, on and on and on and on, all saying the same thing. So you do have indeed, but there's one text I love. It says uh, Oak Park has two, not one, but two famous citizens Judy Tenuta and Betty White. Right. That's right. Betty White, the great late Betty White, who actually really lived to be 100 because she was only two weeks away from that. And oh, my God. Yes. Betty White is from Oak Park, as well as those famous, you know, uh, Ernest Hemingway and Frank Lloyd Wright. Uh, so it's a, it's a city with a lot of history. And I love it. I, I absolutely love Oak Park. I love Chicago. I went to the University of Illinois. So, you know, uh, I just, I love the city. I will say it's tough to take the winters there. Really? <laughs> I, I I used to be, when I was on, at the University of Illinois uh, on, on Circle Campus, I remember being little, a uh, good thing I was walking with a fellow student who was a man and the the wind was so strong, it started to <laughs> lift me up. He had to grab onto me and hold me. That wind is there. They're not kidding. Well, I know uh, I know exactly where you were on campus. You were right near University Hall that creates this wind tunnel. I know that because I went to yes. school there as well, Judy. See, yes, it's a great it's a great place. Um, and, of course, the University of Chicago is fantastic. Yes. Now, Judy, yes. there's this movie, uh, yes. and it's the story of a lady by the name of Joan Sweeney, uh, who I think you're yes. familiar with. And at the age of about eight, as a child performer, she was a big star. But then 
she wasn't anymore. And she thought, okay, I, I need to get press. I can get press anyway. That's a good thing. And, and it doesn't matter. Even bad press is good press. And this is uh, the story of, well, Joan Sweeney is one you know because you, Judy Tenuta, the star of that movie, that's kind of like a cult movie all over again during the yeah. pandemic, isn't it? It's called Desperation Boulevard. It's available on Amazon Prime, and you can rent it for $2 and, I think, 90 cents. And you can watch it for hours. You can watch not just one time. You can watch it whatever you want for 24 hours. But it, it's a great little film. It's the story of a, uh, I play a former child star who will stop at nothing to make a comeback and play brilliantly as my overly ambitious and uh, unstoppable manager, Michael Lerner, Academy Award winner and nominee. Mm-hmm. And he was fantastic. He goes, Judy, you need to come out as a lesbian. You need to, uh, you need to be homeless. You know, uh, all this stuff just to get press. And, and then all the shenanigans that uh, revolve around that in the aftermath. So it's, it's a great little movie. It's funny. It's got heart. Um, and... Uh, speaking of child stars, we were able to do a card game. I love this because it's a tribute to many of the child stars we grew up with, among them being, uh, and bless their hearts and souls, Dana Plato and Aaron Moran, who are no longer with us, yeah. and they were fantastic to work, work with, as well as Burt Ward, uh, I, uh, you know, Eddie Haskell. Uh, so, you know, there's this card game. You just have to see it. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. And But the rest of the movie is really great, too. And we also have some great other uh, cast members. Weird Al Yankovic. Thank yes. you very much. Uh, Chicago's own Emo Phillips. Uh, also, uh, um, Downtown Julie Brown. Uh, you know, many, many wonderful, wonderful uh, people are in it. So... The name of the movie, again, is Desperation Boulevard, and it is very, very funny. You are also a part of a new game show called Hollywood Museum Squares, which you can see online at StellarTickets.com. Tell me about that. Oh, well, you know, I am a... uh, The the, uh, Hollywood Museum is almost a home away from home for me. Uh, you know, my publicist, Harlan Bull, is, is just wonderful over there, along with the, uh, uh, Roger Neal is over there as well. And then the owner, uh, the owner, and of course, uh, she has a lot to do with it and, and a lot to do with um, uh, the Walk of Stars. And that would be Donnell Dadigan. And she they have wonderful uh, rooms there, exhibits. So they've got... It, it's the old Max Mac Factor building. Anyway, I, I have to get to the Hollywood Museum Squares. So it's it's like a, a takeoff of Hollywood Squares, except that we are talking about things uh, within the museum or uh, stars that have, uh, you know, been in the museum and, uh, you know, different game shows. It's, it's all about, it's really fun. Uh, people who are also on Hollywood Museum Squares, Lonnie Anderson, we love her. Yes. Uh, uh, also, uh, oh, God, I, I'm amazed by her, too, Donna Mills, who I cannot believe this woman says she's 80, but, you know, she doesn't <laughs> look old. She looks 
fantastic. So does Lonnie, of course. And um, and well, then Judy, we've got Rich Little. Judy, once again, yeah. I've, I've got to go. Yeah, Rich is the center square, I believe. I, I've got to go here for the news. StellarTickets.com about Hollywood Museum Squares. Judy Tenuta. You can find Judy yes. and believe, and as I do, I've converted to Judaism. Judy Tenuta. That is right. com. Judy, we want you to be well. And anytime you want to come on the radio, you are welcome because you're, this is oh. hometown. That's right. I will, now, see, you're going to be sorry because I'm going to call you. That's fine by me. I would give you my home number. Judy Tenuta, thank you so very much. Thank you, Steve, and I love Chicago. It could happen. We love you. Thank you, Judy.